log in to KofiPaisaTV.com and get Spears of the Mossy Volume 1 by Kofi Paisai Research Team from Spears the Pen Volume 2 by Kofi Paisai Research Team Spiritual Combat Volume 3 by Kofi Paisai Research Team One Night Before Bed by Any Haret Shun Kalfani Kalawa's Trip to the Motherland by Kofi Paisai from cocaine to consciousness by any Haret Sean Cal funny. As I learned, we all learn by Kofi Paisai. Also, if you want fresh merch, go to our online store, Family Connect Apparel, and get all the brands. Also, get our 54 deck of quiz and educational course available now on KofiPaisaTV.com. Man, ETM Hotel, Rennie Sean, welcome in peace. My name is Sean. Uh, man, what a great build over there off the 20 for 20 to end the series over there on Dagger Squad. We had the Amara Squad Live, which will be joined by many members in just a moment. Uh, we got Brother Smash on the panel, Sue Tech, and Satepara of Kofi Paisai Research Team. We live over on the Mossy Channel. We glad to have Brother Smash, the rap god, always uh in the building uh man we were having a good conversation behind the scenes regarding mathematics and uh we got some questions that need some answering you know what i'm saying so we just came to follow up so i'm gonna let my brother satepa Ra, sutek and uh brother smash you know handle business man and continue to build so if y'all want to go ahead and unmute while the others come in uh y'all can go ahead and build i got something i want to play <laughs> hey y'all hear that we just heard it a little bit just some oh, okay that's that's for a sorry man he got to come out and play man because uh <laughs> yeah cause, i mean because because the, the the conversation was good like i was just saying before we started the conversation was good he just made a bold claim you know what i'm saying yeah. we had this conversation on facebook but you know he finally gave us his source but what i want to know is you know is there any other people outside of his source that can substantiate that that's, that science or that mathematics is not fact and it's not science? And like I said, he made some good good points. He made some good arguments. You know, I only heard you know he got it from this one person. So that's just what I want to know. What up, Sutek? Man, peace to the fam, peace to the chat. Make sure y'all like and share the show. Uh, yeah, interesting bill, interesting bill, man. I can't uh, can't wait to get back into it. Um, science is not a uh, mathematics is not a fact. It is it is a very bold statement, and I, I'm just like y'all, bro. I want to see it. I want to see them sources. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it? Any, like my brother Satep said, is it any other sources that validate your claim? And is it, I want to know also, is it any opposing views to go against the validation? Yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah man. Yeah, hey, good build up. Waiting on the brothers to come in, the rest of the brothers. What's up? What's up, uh, J.O.? You on here? What up? What up, y'all? I'm clear. Yep. So, 
and again, again, how they propose it. I ain't mad at how they proposed it. You know what I'm saying? They're because if you think about it, when you see, when you go into math class, so to speak, you you ain't learning fact. You you're learning how to make calculations, and these calculations produce facts. And so, along my line of thinking, I was I would say it would not be so wise to say math ain't facts. Ever some ever something produces it is not is not necessarily but you feel me if uh I mean I don't I take back if math produces facts by us running a series of equations then I mean you mean you can't take that from mathematics but get, given his argument and given the argument that math is not science credit uh. He made some good points that is often is often used by scientists, and and then we get the when we then we start thinking math is actually the science, but really math is the tool to lead them to come to a fact so that they can know something inside of science. So I would still say math is facts just on that, just because you will use those tools to to equate what we know as new facts facts and that's where i'm at with it okay we got unk in here we got the god killer what up Unk? what up man where everybody at <laughs> i see y'all in the building i put them in the back i put the link in I, well i sent it to uh on facebook too so i don't know if they got it all right, let me keep passing. Go ahead, I'm listening. you can drop it in the in the squad thing but yeah we're talking about math right now yo so yeah, that 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 link I put in there was a good link, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Thought it was. It was cool. Uh, I just yeah, I'm 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 with uh I'm with Smash on the way it was presented. You still gotta hash it all the way out, even though there's no consensus. You still gotta hash it all the way out to give it. You know, we need to be specific because when you're dealing with them numbers, you know what I'm saying. Even though you know. You can say, yeah, abstract, abstract, all we want, but when we go on, we pull like when we get into nat nature, that changes the that changes the uh the actual argument. And what I wanna know, I wanna I wanna know um Asar's views on the Fibonacci sequence and its correlation with mathematics being found in nature. I wanna hear I want to hear his uh, argument on that. Is anybody familiar with the Fibonacci sequence? Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's not scientific at all. Okay. Yeah. I ain't look into it. That's why I said I just wanted to know his view on it. Yeah, like the patterns and flowers and all that. Yeah. Uh huh. Nope. Yeah, you won't hear no credible scientists dive on that at all. Not at all. That, that's kind of pseudo scientific. The all of the. The, the whole universe is, is 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 you can look at it in a certain number pattern and you know everything is in a spiral and all of that that's called what's that called um, patternicity patternicity yeah you seeing pat yep your brain make you see patterns and then mathematicians it, that's why we got uh if you if you listen to Lawrence Krauss he'll tell you that's why we got physicists to 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 make sure we keep the mathematicians grounded <laughs> right 
<laughs> the physicists keep the mathematicians grounded, yeah, because they'd dive out there quick. <laughs> now what? Now let me ask y'all this: Is there a mathematician that say math isn't scientific? <gasps> no, I, I didn't say math wasn't scientific. I don't know. No, no, it no. That's, that's no. That's what uh, Sar is saying. He's saying it ain't science, but it's scientific. Let me see. Remember yeah. that article I put in math there? Is, math is the language of the universe. So let it, 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 let yeah, I get that. Yeah, you can't. You you can't. You only. That's how you. That's how you describe the universe through mathematics. So, uh, like, math is definitely science. Math is a tool that science uses. Yeah, and that that art, it so says is math. math. It, so is math a fact? Yeah, it's a look. It's math a mathematics is, yeah. is science. Hold it's on, let me hear what he's saying, because he huh? we know where you stand. I ain't. I don't know where he at with it. Oh, well, nah, well, just, math, math describes facts. So math is, yeah. a, is, is a descriptive descriptive tool. So when it, sometimes it has variable variables, you know what I mean. So it ain't always a fact, right? So math is sometimes describing different phenomena, different variables, and sometimes facts. Yes, it's a, it's a way to figure out unknowns also. So sometimes we don't know things. So you know, math through mathematics, we can figure out the unknown. I don't think nobody said that he said that math was not scientific. He didn't. No, huh? he said math is not science. And I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm doing, if I'm doing, if y'all can hear me clear. Yeah, we hear you. His that I interjected on was math. Is, math is not a fact. Scrutinize, scrutinize that fact. Found it, found it, and left that statement alone and went at the math is not science i want to want to take note of yeah that's what it was math is not science hmm uh, well it's not a sign you yeah when you look at the sciences they don't they don't they don't list math as that but i always thought it was like a tool yeah, and the the rim the rim is not basketball, right? But we you, you need you need that rim to play basketball. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ain't got no ball. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, that. Oh, let me see. I mean, you know, we was kind of throwing some philosophy in there too, a little bit. Kind of do a little philosophy in there a little bit. It depends on what we're what we're uh honing it down to. Like you know, we made it a a wide variety of of a topic when we should have just narrowed it down. Like when we're dealing with the like uh when we're dealing with nature, what's the relevance of math in nature? But when we're dealing with uh abstract art, you know, we could be more specific, like like it's so many different avenues, and like I said, the, you know, scientists are are still having these kind of arguments themselves. You know, mathematicians um, and scientists are having these debates. So it's not really like one, you know. Man, you know, like, good conversation. I missed the whole thing, man. I came in like at the last like 
when Garfield, oh, man, Garfield, you missed it, dog. Garfield, he was finna shut it down. That's when I was coming in when Garfield started telling y'all he finna shut it down. Yeah, yeah, you missed a good discussion, man. I, yeah, I thought I was hard to get on here. Yeah, he was making some bold claims. So y'all think? Get him on. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Why do we argue that you can't find abstract cups in ups in nature, as if we didn't know that since the metal nature? Just determine the a glyph for that concepts that you that you can't find in nature, but they are real things. I just want to point. Just for some reason, you echo in. Uh... Smash! It ain't it ain't terrible, but it's it's a little bit of an echo. I couldn't hear him echoing. He sounded clear to me. Talk against man. Microphone check. I don't know what be going on. Am I echoing? No. Oh, you good now? Yeah, you good now. Go ahead. No, no, I was just. What happened? I think he muted himself. All right, all right, my bad. So I'm, I'm again, how's it behind the argument that you find, find height and talking about talking about abstract things that aren't real? I don't get that logic. First of all, it, it's based on trying to expound on a statement made that was go find an eight in nature, and I said. Eight is a used to quantify values, and so I can find you eight objects, and then I could take away those eight objects and show you negative eight. Is what I mean. I mean, and so I just I don't I I, I don't I don't I, I I was trying to follow the logic behind the argument. Can't find high and height in nature. What does that mean exactly? You could go look at a tree. A tree and it to a it to an oak tree and you'll find height in nature but if you saying that the concept of what height is can't be fine that's a silly argument yeah because yeah that, that's what i was saying like math describes what's going on in nature like if the, the difference between that oak tree and the, and the pine tree is the height you, you know what i'm saying like that's that's a, that's a part of the difference that's part of the how we describe nature that's how we describe reality so you it, I, I mean numbers are abstract yeah i understand that part like you you can't go pick a number eight off a tree or nothing like that right but you could pick eight leaves off of a tree so like i, I like i i'm i'm with you smash i'm not really understanding where the argument is at here you know what i'm saying because like like i said we only use numbers to describe things. we only use math to describe things I think a lot of our inability to look at negative numbers as a real thing also lies in our, you know, our earth orient. Am I, am I, can y'all hear me clearly? Yeah, uh, you're good. All right. If I, if I go out, just let me know. I mean, of course we have no, there's no being, being earth oriented like that. Then, you know, then you think height is even a thing in the universe. Height is only a measurement from the groundwork. 
take a person take a person into the atmosphere and hide anything at all and so then so then if we are again we think we got, think we got a start that joint i want to uh, start off saying saying because we were talking about hype ability to, ability to grasp the uh logic behind finding heights in a desert i mean height in the real actual world which you use to expound on finding an eight in the world well but just let me uh so so i, I said that of course we know that these abstract concepts if you know metal nature so refer to the scroll that scroll terminal determinative that abstract concept that that you can't just sign but it's like but it's a real thing okay and that and, and so and, and so i pointed to the sequoia tree being taller than the oak tree is how we find in nature in nature but again, along your logic, that's not height. That is us quantifying between those the length of those six objects, which is what height is. And so, if take ourselves out of our orientation, we realize height ain't a thing either because it ain't no outer space. Space is length, maybe, but if you're not stand vertical, vertical on the ground, it ain't height no more. And so height is found in only and in, in, actually only only where is gravity at? A <laughs> uh, place because that this is that where you have, you have to be oriented up or down. The center would have to be oriented orient from that ver, that ver a vertical point. If you float, if you float base base height height is irrelevant. Hold on. So. I have, I have a question. Is am I the only one who is hearing Smash repeat and echo? I'm hearing it. I, I was hearing it. it, it was yeah, worse. Y'all gotta make y'all mouth on Smash. Right, it was, yeah, it was a lot worse than that. I mean, I, I mean, I guess everybody pointed out that I want a lot, want a lot. So when I was, know what's going on with my stuff. So I'm just gonna mute and listen. Yeah, I, well, I, heard, I was able to hear everything. Everything you said, it it wasn't it wasn't that terrible, or whatever. No, I, think, I could. I, I think you a little. I think you was just getting feedback from your mic or something like that. But yeah, you was clear though. Well, it was I'm on. I'm on my telephone, and it's, I've been just. Having, I don't know. I don't know. They must. He, he got that number eight microphone. <laughs> the mind that's the abstract no, it, that, that, that was the, the physical and it was the abstract coming after that you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> now nah, the conversation it is it is interesting but and, and so and to smash this point he's saying well wait a minute if you deal with finances in the stock market right the negative has a value and then i was like well wait a minute okay but if somebody slapped the shit out you they knock you down then you could never say that energy wasn't a real thing. Although it's a measurement, it has an effect on things, right? Just like the stock market has an effect, uh, an effect on your pocket if you invest in it. It has an effect on a lot of things like pork bellies, okay? That affects people's lives, literally. So I, I don't like to use the term energy is not real. I, I think you used a word that, that I like that a little bit better. So you said it was... What do you say? It's quant. You didn't say it was quantitative. What did you say? 
that it is a property of yeah. matter. Okay, I could deal with that. Yep, that sounds good. And, and all and all measurements that we use are to describe. That's why I, at the beginning of that conversation, I read the definition of mathematics. And in that is is describing relationships. Now, when I came on the program just now, I heard Brother Smash say something like the difference between these two trees or something like that or whatnot. So you would you would use this abstract concept to describe the difference because what you're using math to to model differences. That's what an equation is. And, and, and this is very important to get because this is why when I have these linguistics debates with folks who think they know linguistics and, and they try to have scientific arguments on, on linguistic stuff, linguistics doesn't enter the realm of science until relatively recently. And that is only because we now have instruments that can measure certain aspects of speech sounds. Before then, it was just strictly logic. And regardless, when you're talking about historical comparative linguistics, it is simply mathematics. It is simply logic. And a lot of us like to use jargon, not understanding these, these fundamental nuances, but very important nuances that, that distinguish and, and tells you in which direction that you can go in terms of your research project. And so I'm not saying that, for example, that mathematics is, is not a tool, in uh, a useful tool or whatnot. It's just that, that we make a difference, we make a distinction, I should say, between mathematics and science. And so any, any substantive scientist will let you know that no, mathematics is not. That's why it's, it's, it's up there with, it's just, it's up there, with, it's essentially philosophy. And so while, while you can, you know, calculate certain things and make predictions, just because something is logically and mathematically true does not mean it mirrors reality, which is why scientists rely specifically on experimentation. And mathematics will never substitute for experimentation, results of experimentation in the scientific realm. Although mathematics is the precise language used to describe phenomena that um, in relationships and patterns that scientific experiments provide for us in this day. And so we have to learn these fundamental differences, especially when we're teaching research methods to the conscious community, because what we have in abundance is a lot of metaphysicians using language from science and mathematics and you know like how the nation of islam you know islam is mathematics and mathematics is islam right and and just using stuff all out of context no islam is a religion it's not mathematics what are you measuring You know, and so we just got to be that's 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 my that's my issue It's just we, we need to use the precise language. If we're going to use science and, and be scientific um, uh, advocates, then we need to understand that field thoroughly before we start 
you know, challenging others for their non-scientific literacy. Somebody fell out. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm fell out. Uh, He'll be back. Mash. You're on mute, Smash. I have my phone in my pocket because uh, I was just listening with headphones. Can y'all hear me now? With echo or not? Perfect. No, you perfect now. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess I have to debate now. I uh, see. I told you it's just the same thing. It's just the same thing. Hey, but uh, again, all things are things are hard to realize because we're earth oriented. But you'll know negative eight if you fly in like a uh uh, uh in you in outer space, or maybe if your degree degrees on a torque angle or something. Angles are all, also let you realize negative uh, things are real. But we don't have to go go too far on that because I understand completely what you're saying. Seeing if I seeing if I still was raw at debating, you know what I'm saying? But no, like even with even with the concept of negative, really like negative and positive don't aren't values into themselves. All they really describe is a direction on the timeline. And so we say negative is is the going in the direction left and positive is going into the direction right on a timeline that's it and so people put extra value on it like you know like with negative conduct positive energy yada yada that that's that's not scientifically um and mathematically how that it is used so when you when you talk about for example a negative value in the stock market all you're saying is that in it you're given a direction of 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 value so at, at one point it was on a timeline it was going right but then on the timeline it was going left number line uh, yeah on the, you know well you can say timeline number line you know same thing um it's, it's just a line you know you, you everyone has at least have been introduced to that that uh that cross so to speak in which we we measure you know values and time or we market you know according uh, to using the, it. and it's according to the zero so it's left of the zero or right um but but it doesn't zero it doesn't necessarily like when you start getting into negative numbers it's left of the zero but going right but that's what going, we we're talking about the difference but between the, the negative and the uh positive numbers but when you, for example, if I'm on a timeline and I'm at 10 and I go to seven, I've went negatively because I went left. I don't have to go past zero to be negative in terms of the relationship. Because again, no, the math is describing- that's still gonna be a positive number. A positive number. But again, you're going left, so you're going negative. And so what I'm what I'm trying to argue here is that going negative doesn't necessarily mean going past zero. And so we have to we have to understand this in the context of number lines. You're saying what I was saying, what I was going to say a lot better said, I said at least about the part of negative eight is hmm. like. <laughs> I don't know what it is with your echo. No, it can't be me. They got on headphones. I'm headphones. I'm echoing to everybody. 
Yeah, so, to me. So, oh, so, oh, so my mic, my phone mic must be. Yeah, it's doing it again. It is now, too? Yeah, it's just repeating. All right, I'm just listening. I'm just listening. I'm just. It ain't, it ain't the worst in the world. I, I mean, it ain't, it ain't a Savio mic. Uh, shout out to my man, Savio. <laughs> but uh, you can just hear that echo a little bit. So what we what we talking about overall again? And I, and I'm only going to be here a little while. I do have to go to work in the morning uh, for the white man. So, so I got a question for you. Uh, I want to know: Is there anybody else? Because because you uh, and I, I I was laying in bed. I didn't have something to write down. You quoted the uh, gentleman that you had on your show that had three PhDs. Five. Five, sorry, five. Um, and this is where, you know, you got this information uh, from studying this this gentleman here? No. I, 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 that, that was just a ready source that I have. So I'm, I'm in Texas right now, and uh -huh. but I live in Philadelphia. So the right. vast majority of my books are still in Philadelphia. So okay. when, so so it, it it just i just know that that definition was in that book um because i just happened to have it on on hand but no it's it's not strictly uh based on him it's i have a variety remember i'm a computer scientist so that's all we did is study math and in, in, in computer science and so i have all kinds of math books and and finite math and calculus and trig and electrical engineering books and all that other kind of stuff at the house and so um, a good book that for anybody who's who's wanting to learn more about math is uh, what is that book? It's on pie, uh, learning to bake pie or something like that. It's a Chinese woman. I shouldn't even say Chinese. I don't even know if she's Chinese, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> an, an Asian woman, an East Asian woman uh, who uh, who's a, who's a PhD in, in mathematics uh, who wrote it, and, and I like how she defines. Um, uh, mathematics as well and uh, it's something along the lines of uh, the study of matter of fact I have it defined exactly because I cited in a Lucha volume too so uh, I can at least go there um, it's always good when you can cite your use your own word so hey that's that's the that's the beauty in this and so because, um, uh, you know, that's that and that's what she teaches. Like she's a theoretical mathematician. And um, so uh, just give me one second. And, you know, I have to cite this in my discussion with uh, Dr. Wesley Muhammad uh -oh. uh, in, in our ongoing um, debate. And so I might have to go into my PDF, but it, it's something to the nature of um, it, it is the the study of logic in anything that obeys the rules of logic. Actually, hold on, here we go. Or I should be in the area. Uh, 
Okay, yeah, here it goes. So it's mathematics is the study of anything that obeys the rules of logic using the rules of logic. And um, her name is Chang, 2015, page 10. Um, and so she goes and she has a whole chapter on the abstractions of mathematics and why mathematics is in science and things of this nature. Like I have a whole bunch of texts like that. And this and, is coming from a mathematician. Exactly. And so okay, the other okay. guy's a mathematician. But even still, the other brother as well, he has a PhD in mathematics and computer science. That's what I'm saying. If they yeah. saying it, if they saying it, she ain't no arguing it. <laughs> well, just because you don't want to, you don't want to fall into that appeal to authority either. You know, right, it, right, right. But I'm not going. I'm not going to tell somebody who is an expert in the field that there's something that they're not. Yeah, like I'm not gonna tell a mathematician math ain't science if I'm not a mathematician and I don't study it. So, yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll take that word on that one. <laughs> and, and listen to this echo real quick. Yeah. Hey, Dave, Dave, I, I mean, out. I mean, like uh, a mic, a microscope ain't science. I'm getting a bad echo now, but a uh, microscope ain't science, but it's a tool of science. It's, it's like math. Math just help you understand things. You know, it's a, just it's it's a when you put together equations, you putting together like a sentence or or a paragraph. You're just describing the world around you in a way. You know what I mean? So in a in a in a, a, a more confined way, in a more more confined and refined way is all. It's just a descriptive tool. I mean, yes, yeah, it's, it's a precise. I, it's a language that tries to eliminate ambiguity there you go I, I i was put very well right there that was that was put yeah, yeah. because in in ordinary human language you know like if, if uh if for example in african-american vernacular english uh i could say that girl is bad well in just normal standard english bad can mean something um in terms of what we would deem negative behavior right um something not socially acceptable but when when we say bad we're saying it in the context of well that sister is very beautiful she's very stunning and striking in her looks right or we can say that when somebody's bad that they are excellent in what they do so i can be like sean is a bad man when it comes to this this West African research. I'm not saying that he's a bad person, that he's, you know, has, has uh, bad uh, uh, social characteristics and, and moral characteristics. I'm saying he's very good at what he does. And so because human language has these type of ambiguities that something could mean this, this, and that, uh, you need a different type of language in science to where you can eliminate as much as possible ambiguities and where something can mean also something else and so you know that's that's the nature of of uh, and one of the benefits of mathematics it allows you to um you know do thought experiments without you know making um any kind of real world experiments Right. You know, like some things, for example, like we can we can logically deduce the age of the universe. 
but we can't experiment and scientifically demonstrate the age of the universe. You know, um, but with mathematics, we can get some idea based upon deduction and logic and using precise language. And so we got to understand mathematics as language. Matter of fact, there's a, a, a good book out there uh, on that. I got to get the title and I'll share it with the public on the uh, mathematics as language. And, and, and the reason why, like, you know, I'm, I'm really into this for two reasons. First of all, is you know when i'm teaching linguistics and i have to put these these arguments these certain arguments into context um, especially that we be having with a lot of these uh pseudo uh, you know google scholars uh, who think they know what they're talking about when it comes to to language and historical comparative linguistics um but also because i am concerned as as one of the founders of black science month um teaching science to our people and to do science well in the modern era you have to know the mathematics and people um find mathematics very hard and the reason why there's an evolutionary reason why this is the case because our our brains and our minds have developed in a way that we have to concretize everything. You know, we don't live in the real world in the abstract. And it takes a different type of thinking to do logic and mathematics. And we just as a human species aren't evolved to do something like that, which is why you have to train and continuously train, you know, to do that type of work. To, um, and so that's why studying language, as I argue, if, if you if you teach people different languages when they're young, they 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 have a better chance of being uh, good at mathematics versus if they only know one language. And matter of fact, um, I remember reading uh, back in the day when I was learning 3D Studio Max. I don't know how many of y'all are familiar with that software uh, for, for 3D modeling. You know, uh, a lot of major movies was developed using 3D Studio Max. And so while I was reading the, uh, the book by the people who created the software, at the beginning of the, the text where they're introducing themselves, they said um, that they... Uh, they first of all they worked remotely um you know building this software they were in different countries and things of this nature when they first built it and and secondly they all had something in common they all played a musical instrument and you know that i looked at that and i wanted to look at you know how many you know scientists and mathematicians you know, um, play musical instruments. And you find that a lot of your top uh, scholars in these areas do have some kind of musical ability. And, in, and so I'm looking at, you know, how we can transfer the knowledge of, of musicality and notes and things of that nature. Also languages 
for helping people to better understand mathematics. And so I have to be precise in my articulation in these studies and things of that nature. And um, you, you'll see these, these major correlations. But to your point, again, it has to be, it has to reduce the ambiguity um, that you find in just ordinary human language. Let me ask you a question, Asar. Do, do you play an instrument? Yes, I do. Uh, I play keys. And I okay, play a little not. bit of drums, but not not really uh, heavy. Okay, okay. I, I I can I can correlate with that because uh, people who play instruments, I do believe, uh, you know, because I, I think it teaches timing. It even helped me with sports. Like I was an athlete, right? But I believe because I play drums. Uh, so, you know, drums is all about rhythm, all about timing. And I, I actually read uh, read music, so I know I how to read music and all that. So it's like, I, I, I feel what you're saying when you said uh, scientists and they all play instruments and stuff. I think playing instruments is key to uh, unlocking some potential. Not, not nothing pseudo, but like, I don't know, it teaches you something. I don't know. But it's, again, mathematics has to deal with this in part, I should say has to deal with the study and relationships of patterns. And so when you're doing music, it's about the patterns. And so when you can read and write music, especially in that type of notation, you know, you're, you're creating patterns that, 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 you know, these are like, when you look at musical notes, they're abstractions. They're not real notes. They just represent a note. Represent a sound. Exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, that's what it is on paper. So so if, if you understand that, then you understand, for example, when you're when you're reading hieroglyphs. Right. You know, it's not a sound that you see on the paper or on the temple wall. It's a it's a sign. It's an abstraction to represent a phenomena in reality. Right. And so to understand what that sound probably was, you have to you have to understand and use mathematics. What are the patterns that that emerge in terms of the articulation of your tongue, you know, in these areas? And what more precisely, you know, uh, could the the value, the phonetic value be, you know, for those of us who are interested in trying to reconstruct the ancient Egyptian uh, language or the proto language from which ancient Egyptian emerged? And so you have to when we have in these discussions and arguments, you always have to remind folks that you will never, ever be able to recover accurately ancient Egyptian phonology. One, because you need to be able to record actual ancient Egyptians um, speaking, which is an impossibility at this point. Secondly, even when you did, even if you were able to do such a thing, everybody speaks a little bit differently. So, you know, uh, recording one person's speech is not going to be reflective accurately of everyone's speech. So you have to kind of do an average thing. And so even when you do like an IPA representation of a particular sound, it's an idealization, an idealized abstraction of the probable sound or the more the, on, on average, the way that uh, 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 people spoke in a general area at a specific time in history. 
And so, you know, when the the and this just goes now to education in general. So uh, all of us and even if we're not in the in the high school or middle school systems, we're in a sense educators. And so we got to start thinking in terms of like an educator. And so how can we cross pollinate disciplines to help people, help young people understand the relationship between these things? So that's why like in, in the other conversation on Garfield's, notice when I read the, the issue on the mathematics, it said that mathematics is more formal linguistics than it is science because math and mathematics, linguistics is mathematics. It's just logic. And so, and I bring this up because I've been in arguments and debates where, where people will try to say, uh, you know, well, he's trying to be a scientist and bring that into the linguistics. I'm like, y'all don't understand what this is. Now, when who I, when was giving I, you that argument, Asar? Who, who was coming, who was giving who, you who, feedback? Who else? in this universe <laughs> do i even have to okay, say my name? bad my bad i thought you meant like a scholar the scholars oh like, no okay okay you know it, it's yeah it, it's it's but that's just my point and, and and the point is is that because everyone has a phone now and a and a gmail account and can create a youtube page you know any and everybody can just just put all kinds of rhetoric out there and it makes it harder for those of us who are really truth seekers to try and teach our people because for one thing see this is one of the things you got to understand truth seekers it takes us a while to come to conclusions but not pseudos as soon as they think of it it's true and as soon as they are convinced of, of whatever's in their head. They turn on the switch on YouTube and do a series of 10 videos. By the time you have probably come to half a conclusion of something you're researching. So the pseudos are taking the time uh, or taking advantage of the time that you scholars are taking on that long time researching. And in between you researching and being able to articulate something to the public, you know, they've already made 20 videos, uh, which you got to come back. So now, you know, that time is very important because now their videos are in circulation, it's getting views, the comments bring their stuff up. So when you start coming and talking some real true stuff and trying to be all detailed and academic, they ain't trying to hear that. We'd have seen all the 20, uh, you know, pseudo videos and, you know, we're tired of the subject now. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. So, um, what time is it? I ain't got no Anybody else got something? I thought y'all was gonna mean it was name he dipped out. Brother uh. But yeah, anyway. I'm sorry. 
No, I said you answer you answered my question. I appreciate it. No problem, no problem. But yeah, that's that's what like you know, I, I, I say this every time we get together. You know, the 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 books with the information is good, but you should have just as many research methods books in various different fields of study. Even if you don't plan on being an expert in that, you need to get the research methods and get a couple of them. Because once once you start getting those texts, you'll start to see the limitations of people's arguments. And not only that, I encourage everyone to, to try to find some MOOC online and really start getting into statistics. Matter of fact, said you teach a class what what uh what text you use to teach your class well for my research methods class it's just uh, uh siri mcdougall's siri mcdougall the third's book on research methods in africana studies because okay. that's that's primarily but that's you know that's more so the social aspect social you know uh, theoretical type studies but i would i would recommend others for other different disciplines but you know um the, the care and concern that I have primarily for us is is dealing with Africana studies. And and so that's that's why that's one of the books. There's another one. It's a little bit more expensive, so I don't recommend it just for the general community. And that's by uh, Dr. James Conyers, who just passed away. He was one of my um, teachers at the University of Houston. And so he has a number of, of texts on research methods. In, in Africana studies. Hey, sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, Sosa, as he said, uh, Netanyahu is saying that he going to prove that the Omex is African through linguistics. He said, have you researched that? Uh, I saw that. And <laughs> look, I just, at, at this point, <laughs> I, I, I'm just done with Netanyahu. It's, it's, there's just nothing you can do to help that brother. And and I know he has a zeal for for you know scholarship now. And compared to what you know, according to him, what he was doing, you know, in another life when he was younger, it, it's 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 leaps and bounds ahead. But at the same time, he's one of those individuals who, you can't teach him anything. And and because of that, um, he comes to a lot of conclusions. He he doesn't even realize that the Olmec script hasn't even been deciphered yet. That's and, what I was gonna say. <laughs> it's like, hold on, that script ain't even they just yeah. deciphered the Mayan shit not too long ago. <laughs> so so yeah, I can't yeah, I, I I'm gonna let that be. Because he, he has people in his ear. Um you know, and I won't say the elder's name, but you know, he's fighting hard for Ivan Van Sertima and and the Olmex. Oh yeah. And and so and I'm pretty sure y'all have had some discussions about them already. Right. Yeah, he, he I think he had a problem with us, uh with the discussion that we had about yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly. So um but it, it's this is this is what I mean. You know, and so like, you know, this brother here makes a video about me at least once a week. You know, or, or make a post somewhere 
uh, about me. And, and it's just, you know, I'm the kind of person, bring me your teachers. And, you know, like I said, for 2021. You don't want no smoke with you, though. Not directly. That, so no. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, people, I, and, and I get these comments from people. They, they never say it directly to me, but have direct access to me. Right. But will never give me a call and say, um, you know, hey, let's let's discuss or which, you know, I want to get clarity on your position on this and why da da da. Never. It never happens. That's what scholars supposed to do, man. You call yourself a scholar, like that's and you practice my eye, you know. Yeah. That's 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 good character, man, to do that, you know. But now I know, can see if we don't know each other. You know, right. you know, I don't I don't have an obligation or you don't have an obligation to me to like contact me and be like, hey, you know, um, you can just make your critique, but at least you would do it, hopefully in writing so that the public can see. And so with others, they don't they don't make that because, you know, it's in two part, you know, because, you know, once you put it on paper it's on, and yeah. you got to stick by them words that you wrote down. Stand on it. And 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 one thing I'm good at is regardless of what my my position is and how you feel about it, I expose that you do not know as much on the subject as you thought you did when we're debating. And and there's a lot of folks out here that be trying to use their PhDs. I can give a rat's A about your PhD. Because a lot of these folks, you find out that their PhD is in something very narrow and something not in the subject that we'll be talking about. <laughs> right. I hate that, man. I, like, I hate that. Like, don't throw that around unless it's in the field, unless it's exactly. in the matter. If we ain't talking about computer science, it's no need to throw it up. Not not saying nothing to you. I'm just saying yeah. like, it's, it's no need to throw that PhD in computer science around if we're not talking about it. We're talking about X, Y, Z. So, yeah, I get it, man. Yeah, it, it's you know they 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 talk a lot, but they do, they do not want to they 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 do everything to avoid having that direct conversation with me about the subject. But they are they are very bold and clear in other spaces when I'm not there to have their commentary, <laughs> and that's that's what I find problematic. Hey man, sorry. The juggernaut out here, man. They don't. I'm just saying, dog. You a juggernaut. They don't want I'm, that I'm smoke. Not, I'm not. I'm not even all that. It's just you, you don't know, think you are, but you are. I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm telling I'm, you. I'm. I'm just a person that I'm not going to argue with you unless I've done some serious research on it. Now I may throw something out there random, but as soon as you say, you know, I'll be like, yeah, I take that back. Because you know, I know I'm not that strong on something, but in 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 certain of these areas, I'm very strong on. And I've read the materials that they've read. I know when they're lying on a source or stretching the source, and, and things of that nature. And and a lot of times, you know, people will make these commentaries and and just be wrong. And I just, you know, but that's that's why you know we take the model of Diop and in that we we have to be cross disciplinary and but you know in the modern time we need to update it and do exactly what he suggested and create bona fide research teams 
where everybody has an expertise in something and y'all collectively are attacking a, a major research question or a series of research questions and then publishing that. And so, you know, this is the direction in which we're we're moving into. And so, for example, probably towards the end of the year, I'll be launching the uh, Martin Delaney Center for Egyptology. It's going to be a web space, but I've already been interviewing a number of Egyptologists, new biologists and just other scholars in, in how to create this and do this right. And, you know, we'll be developing a, you know, a class A journal and things of that nature. I'll probably have one or two publications under the, the Martin Delaney Center for Egyptology uh, that'll come out before the center itself. Uh, but, you know, this has been in the planning for um, a, a minute now. But, you know, it's, I'm, I'm trying to take Diop's advice and that the only way we'll know if he saying is true or if it works is if we try it out and um and 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 so you know we we can stop waiting for these lone super scholars to come through and and be the the be all in in all areas of africana it's like no nah, we just need to get you know put together the team you you know get your degree in anthropology you you get your degree in genetics you you get your degree in linguistics you you get your degree in whatever whatever we come together and, and we attack this the way it needs to be attacked okay so you talking about forming uh talking about forming the avengers <laughs> but that's 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 what we that's Against what they're Tano. doing now exactly and and right. that's exactly what see th see this is what trips me out that for all the people who love diop and follow diop even on the African continent, I don't see research teams. Like, like legit bona fide research teams. And, and this is, this is problematic because the, the Europeans, like when you think about, for example, the large Hadron Collider in Geneva, Switzerland, right? You know, these you're talking are, about you you're talking about that that machine that they had on the Da Vinci Code movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, basically. Similar, similar, but just just to give no, that's, that's idea, it. Yeah, yeah, just to yeah, give people yeah. an idea of what you're talking about. Because you know, you say something like that and they not know. Yeah, yeah. Um that 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 thing, you know, is it's different countries came together, chipped in, different scientists come. You know, all to try to find the Higgs boson, for example, and any other kind of uh, bosons and particles in the universe. They realize that, you know, not no one scientist is going to be able to do this. We need a collective. And so, you know, they operate off of unity. And I understand that we all ain't going to necessarily get along. But you know, uh, you can at least put together a team of, uh, of five or six people. You know, like somebody needs to address the um, the timeline issue because they already have a text and they put in Egypt like a 2700 BCE and trying to make it younger than sooner. Now, what let me ask you this since we're talking about Egypt and the timeline. 
what um what qualifying re like what what people on the team would you need to uh substantiate a good solid timeline like what what degrees would people need to have you know to you be on that research team and get that question answered you would need some botanists you would need some uh paleontologist um you would need some archaeologist you would need uh some linguist you know you would need a variety of people which you would need certain people you even need philologists of course people who can read the text um and can do textual criticism and and start doing some comparisons with you know looking for loan words and and critically analyzing the shape of the loan words and what period that could have possibly entered, you know, into, excuse me, Egyptian society or something to this nature. You know, it's a wide variety of things. So it's not just going to be your, your average everyday person looking at this. You, you're going to need a, you're going to need a true team. Um, now the team that they currently got that dates it, do, or do they consist of the, the the catalog that you just stated or yes and more so so how so so if they have that already in place and they coming up with this conclusion are you saying we need to get another team behind them to falsify it yes because that's okay. what science that's what science is it okay. is not it's, it's not well yes it's uh, you, you you are to falsify them but it's you're you're not trying to be biased in in the way that you know like you're just trying to make everything that they say wrong, right? You know you you you're Cause, falsifying. Cause we already don't agree because we don't agree with the timeline, correct? Exactly. But we have to uh, let me say it like this, and and I'm gonna kind of give you a brief story. So okay. some years ago when I met, well, no, I I met him before that when I met Dr. Shamarka Kata. So, uh, but that that was over. 10 years ago when I met uh, Dr. Shamarka Keita. But it was it was sometime after that. We was at a conference. Matter of fact, it was a DIOP conference. And at the conference, he spoke and he was talking about his idealized uh, African-American or African studies program or department at a university and what type of people and researchers that you need to have in that um, department, especially if you're going to do classical African studies. And so he was talking about your geneticists, your anthropologists, your paleontologists, et cetera, et cetera, right? And so uh, he knew, you know, he knows about, you know, the issue of funding and, and all of that. That's why he said it's I, the ideal. And at this conference, you know, he and I was having a private conversation and he was talking about how, why it's important for us to go to school and get the degrees in the sciences and to come back on these classical African questions. Because what ends up happening is that the, the black scholars in Africa will get to a point where they their expertise doesn't allow them to go further. So they have to, at this point, basically 
what do you call it? Uh, subcontract or or what's the word I'm looking for? Not subcontract. What do what do companies do when they um, outsource? You have to outsource these real technical calculations and things to Europeans. And you know he was telling me stories about how certain Europeans were sabotaging the research of these Africans because these Africans didn't have the know-how to go back and check their work or to do the work themselves. And so, as I was saying in the other conversation and why does studying, oh, I didn't say that in that conversation. I had two interviews today. Uh, so I had one on the Hoppy Film, but I, I, I was talking on the Hoppy Film channel about why it's important to learn the meta nature for yourself so we don't and one of the reasons being so we don't have to rely on europeans for the interpretation of ancient egyptian uh cultural phenomena and their ideas and stuff in writing because as long as you have to use them as a middleman and you aren't qualified to go back and check what they're writing then you're always at the mercy of them and and you'll never have the the expertise to um um to be able to challenge any of the things in which they say and so that's what makes an organization such as this so dangerous to certain folks because we're encouraging to study meta nature and to go back and look at the Maripata Stela and say, that don't look like is is necessarily Israel. Let's look at this again. Yeah, smash, man. He, he killed that. You he know. That. So so that's that's the thing. So, you know, even if we feel it's too late for us, let's let's mentor and encourage and, and try to pull our money together and you know, even if it's a small scholarship just to buy books, you know, for for a, a, a group of young people going into the sciences. And 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 we, you know, help to develop their their Afrocentricity so that they always be oriented towards their people and to use their knowledge for the advancement of their people. That's what we do. It's not about the argument. Is that is there's too many people trying to take us away from Africa? And now we just got silly conversation, as if all the Africans like we can only claim West Africa. Like no, you claim all of Africa. Yeah, I know it was some contention with that. Uh, that that's a new. Thinking. That's conscious community stuff right there. That right. That's not. <laughs> You, you've never seen that in history. Africans claim all of Africa. That's that's how we've done it. And that includes the Nile Valley. That includes Somalia. That includes Congo. Ain't no, and, and none of us probably from uh, Namibia, but we claim Namibia. <laughs> you know, we claim the Sahara Desert, Morocco. You know, Egypt, Tanzania. It's all Madagascar. You know, you don't, you don't, you know, uh, start letting these people who hate themselves saying that we can only uh, discuss and have conversations about West Africa. 
And anyone who says that obviously doesn't even know much about the slave trade and where all Africans came from. And so, point. you know, I'm sorry. No, I said that's a good point. Like we all ain't Yoruba either. So if I if I decide to go in and practice Yoruba religion, you know, I can ask the same question. Why y'all focus on and talking about Yoruba religion? Why you gotta be five? Why can't you just have West African? Like there's no such thing as a West African religion. You know, you 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 have different religious traditions for different people. There's uh major commonalities because they have the same ancestral culture, but there's no West Africa religion. There's Yoruba religion, there's Akan Ashanti religion, there's indigenous Wolof, Fulani. And you can only pick you know, so many to do in your lifetime. And and nine times out of 10, you're going to choose the one that um, resonates with you the most. And so for some people, it's ancient Kemet. For some people, it's Yoruba. For some others, it's some other, you know, it's Daggera culture. For some, it's the Amazulu tradition. You know, as long as it's African, that's all that matters. What about uh? What about being Hebrew? He's talking about JJ. Talking about it's Northeast Africa. Is that all right? That's that's a that's a contention that that has to be dealt with as well, because <laughs> I, I, I've I, I've I've brought this up even even to Dr. Ama Mazama, because you know we was at a Diop conference one year, and she was talking about the the Hebrews for example and 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 that being a backward religion and it's not african well it's like well renoka rashidi and shekanti diop says that arabia and the levant is northeast africa so what do you say about that You know, so now, you know, that you use, I mean, we, we, we're we at the Sheikh Antediop conference. So obviously you revere him enough to name the conference after. Right. So, so are you saying that you disagree with Diop now that, you know, Arabia and the Levant is Northeast Africa? Because you know what that means if that is the case, if Diop is right. That would make... You know, Islam. Read the comment real quick, Asar. He says, he says, so you accept Madagascar as African land, but not Israel. Shaking my head. That's fine. I mean, uh, again, like for me personally, it's not about simply the landmass. It's about the, it's, it's about a pool of characteristics in terms of the culture and ideology. So for one thing, I reject the, the Bible and the Quran because they reject the cultures that are on the, the continent of Africa in everything that they're about. They're anti-human. See, these are anti-human uh, religions. And so I have a different criteria in the way that I classify um, these, these particular types of traditions 
Because even when you think about the concept of Africa, the Africans didn't come up with the concept of Africa, Europeans did. And they set the borders. You know, like we we made, like if we did it, you know, what we're calling North Africa be one continent and then anything um, um, from the Congo down could be another continent if we named it ourselves. How do we know that we would classify and categorize Africa the way that it is now? Right. You know, and we, we have to be honest with these, with the, with this history. And so we have to start from scratch. And that's why that, an example that's uh SAR is the Sudan, if I'm not correct, if, if I'm not mistaken, right? Like how they mm -hmm. how they switched it from South Sudan to I think they split the state up or whatever. I, I can't forget the exact the exact politics behind it because it's been mm -hmm. a while since I looked into it, but the people it wasn't going for it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but they had some some other contingents. You know, with that, but these you know borders are arbitrary. The, the the thing is, is that you know, and this is something that I'm working on. Like, what are the the major characteristics of any people, and can we put that in a database and quantify it, and then start running algorithms to see which groups cluster with each other, given these um, values for these particular criteria. That's heavy right there. You know, so, you know, and one way that I look at the religion in terms of classifying, excuse me, are religions that um, where God exists and ex and created ex nihilo versus God is existence itself. Because when God is existence itself, there there tends to be a different type of religion that emerges. And so we got to look deeply into that. And so the Abrahamic traditions are, are God's creating ex nihilo. And they have a hierarchy of being. But anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's not as cut and dry. It, it requires some thought. And, you know, if we're going to talk about African agency. We're going to have to start from scratch. And start reevaluating, you know, these these ways in which we see the world. Because even when we think we're free, we're still thinking like Europeans. And so we're we're African Americans who are who are conscious are like Neo and Matrix too. You know, we got some knowledge and we started flying in Matrix One at the end of the movie. And, and I was in the fight game between him and Lawrence, though. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and stopping bullets, you know, with, you know, before they hit us. But then we we come to Matrix 2 and we realize one was still in the Matrix. And, and we've been lied to. And that, you know, even the concept of the one is a construct of the Matrix. So even you being African is equivalent to uh, be in the construct of the matrix. What does that even mean? So now you have to ask deeper questions. When African people, you know, um, identified themselves, how and by what criteria did they identify themselves? And then how did they classify other people? 
This is one of the reasons why I renamed Africa Bukanda. You know, going back to the orientation of, of African people and suggesting, you know, saying a criteria for an identity. Why rename African Americans, you know, the Bayankole? Going back to our traditions and how we named ourselves and, and the criteria and the values in which we did. But yeah. I don't know, but man. Hey. I don't they want to get on here and argue with you. I think it may be too late for that. Hey. Um, well, it is too late because I'm about to go to sleep because I got to yeah. work in the morning. All right. So, yeah, it's definitely a good discussion, man. All right. I uh, appreciate y'all. Glad I can come and chat it up with y'all. Some of y'all may be sleep on the line. Uh, still. John, you uh, still on? All right, see. well, I'm going to have to close it out, man. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate y'all for stopping through the after show. Uh, see y'all next time. Peace. Indeed. Peace. <laughs>